Hey, everybody. Before we start the show, we have an announcement that we're really excited to share with you. We're teaming up with other podcasts to put on a live show on April 18th for charity. The group is called Podcasting with a Purpose, and we are supporting uh, an organization called Families Forward, who go ahead and help the homeless families in Philadelphia. We are going to have more details in the future, but for now, here's the show. Hey, yo, crew members, what it be? What it do, baby? Yo, we got another Heroes and Villains for y'all. Episode three, and you know I could not be more excited. This is truly one of your favorites. Yep. The people have chosen again, and we had a heated battle between The Legend of Zelda and who was it? I Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic just can't fucking, Sonic just can't pull ahead. Maybe in the next one, because we keep hitting losers against Look, another fresh boy. They did a damn good job in the movies, it's looking like so far. We still need to go see it, and we yeah. will, and then we're going to go ahead and drop that, too. But yeah. uh, until but yeah. then, who we doing? Legend of Zelda it is. The people have spoken, and we are we are taking the, the hero of Hyrule himself, and the the dark force that is Ganon or Ganondorf, yes, the dark beast. Yeah. Uh, but oh, dude, I have a few names for him. I'm, I'm, I'm actually excited to throw this on. Now we didn't want to assume that everyone here has played Legend of Zelda because some people haven't. I mean, shit, West just played his first. He's still not done, but he just played his first Legend of Zelda game, uh, Breath of the Wild. Yep. This year, so we don't want to assume that everyone has played. So, not wanting people to be lost. I wanted to touch on some of the key terms that you'll hear. So if we bring it up while we're discussing something, you're like, wait, what's that? Why is that important? So uh, we will start with you are going to constantly hear when you play Zelda games about the Master Sword. What the fuck is that? The Master (laughs) Sword, which is the sword of all swords. The sword of all swords. Uh, The Master Sword is also known as... It's got a couple names. It's it's also called the Sword of Resurrection. That... Now, just because I'm a Zelda nerd doesn't mean that I've played every single Zelda game. There's a couple of games I haven't. I haven't quite heard it called that before. Okay. So maybe that's from a game I haven't played. I don't know. But the other names that I have heard it, you know, referred to as plenty of times, the Blade of Evil's Bane and the Sword that Seals the Darkness. Okay. So Breath of the Wild, they do talk about it being, they don't even say Master Sword. They just say Sword that Seals the Darkness. Yeah. Now, it's a magic sword that often acts as the ultimate weapon for Link, and it's one of the few weapons capable of harming Ganon and a key to the Sacred Realm. It was first introduced on the SNES version, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, probably my second favorite Zelda game ever, and it has the power to repel evil, which enables it to overcome powerful dark magic, evil beings, and keep them from using it. So it's basically the sword of all swords. It is the Mjolnir. What's Mew Mew? (laughs) <laughs> the Mjolnir of uh, of Hyrule, basically. Because yeah. you, you said you, you said no evil can can wield it, correct? Correct. So correct. you need to be worthy. You need you need to be worthy, and again, it is something that you need. And uh, as far as I've played in every game or else, you ain't beating Ganon. He who but it is used in but it is used in conjunction with other things. That is not the only thing you need, um, which you'll find out when you finally finish Breath of the Wild. Uh, another very, very important part, probably the most important part, is the Triforce. Mm. You hear about the Triforce all the time, and the Triforce is tied in with the three gods that created Hyrule. Now, Hyrule is the fictional setting that the game is based on, right? So, the Triforce is also referred to as the Golden Power in ancient Hylian literature, and it represents the essence of the golden goddesses that created the realm of Hyrule that was left behind when they departed for the heavens. 
So each 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 of the three gods has a piece of the Triforce. Yeah, each of them has a triangle. When you put the triangle together, you have a triangle on the inside of a big triangle. Yes. Um, the Triforce is said to grant godlike power to the one who holds all three pieces and is a main focus of the plot in many of the games. Now, the three pieces, you have the Triforce of Power, Wisdom, and Courage. And those are steady throughout every game. That shit don't change. Uh, the Triforce of Power embodies Din, the goddess of power who used her strong flaming arms to shape the land and cultivate the red earth on which Hyrule exists. So that was her part. That's what she created. Uh, her divine essence grants the holder an unlimited amount of mystical power. And in most games that's associated with Ganon. I'll leave that to you. Yep. Uh, the Triforce of Wisdom holds the essence of Nehru, the goddess of wisdom, who is recognized for creating the physical laws of Hyrule. That's generally associated with Princess Zelda. And even though she already has some innate powers, it's the essence of Nehru enhances those mystical powers, such as telepathy, precognition, and mystic energy projection. So she was already pretty badass. This just, like, fortifies that. Yeah. And then the Triforce of Courage contains the essence of Feror, the goddess of courage who is renowned for creating all the life that inhabits Hyrule. Associated with Link, it's kind of unclear what benefits it really affords him, but courage he's fucking brave and valiant and all that well, shit maybe it has so. to do with like slowing the time down like in breath in the wild it could so yeah that's that's what the triforce is and again whoever holds it has godlike powers which is why again and wants it which is why people want to keep it away from him and want to keep it in the hands of someone pure so that you're going to hear a lot now princess zelda this is an issue because there's a lot of people that you hear the legend of zelda <laughs> and you know they get them mixed up the hero of the game is link that's yes. the guy, Princess Zelda. I know the game's called The Legend of Zelda. She is the chick. She is the she is the title character. It is her legend, but it is played through by her champion. Yes, she is the title character in all the games. And although, like, although she's not a Princess Peach, she's bad as shit, but they still kind of depict her in every game as the damsel in distress. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? She's she is she is this game's Princess Peach. You know, you're not traveling to 50 different castles, finding out she ain't there, but, you know, it's the I same, mean, look, same at, basic thing. At the same time, you know that Nintendo had a rock-solid formula with Mario Bros., the Super Mario Bros., so you figured they'd go ahead and do something to kind of, not necessarily mirror, but still lean on that line. Well, the person who created Mario, Shigeru Miyamoto, Legend of Zelda, yeah, Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> so, what do we say? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You, yeah, dude. And you, <laughs> like seriously, do you want you want to talk about like two of the biggest franchises? I mean, obviously, I mean some of the longest franchises also. Yeah, are Super Mario Brothers and Legend of Zelda that have held up over time, tremendously. Yeah. Uh, so those are some of the main things you'll hear. I just wanted to get those out of the way so that way, if one of us says them, you're not like, okay, guys, explain. So let's get down to it now. Link, like I said, he is the main protagonist of the Legend of Zelda video game series. And through the series, he's depicted as a child, a teenager, or a young adult of the Hylian race. Now, the Hylians are an elf-like race that make up the main population of Hyrule, which they established civilization on. They're, uh, they have magic-infused blood, which was said to be a gift from the goddesses that grant them psychic powers and magical skill. So, you know, now you can kind of understand how Link can do certain things. Yeah. Uh, their long, pointy ears are said to allow them to hear messages sent by the gods, and the way these games work, Link or often... by Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> now, the way these games work, Link often travels through Hyrule, defeating creatures, evil forces, and the series' primary antagonist, Ganon, all while attempting to save Princess Zelda and Hyrule. 
Now, as far as Link's appearance, it's pretty steady through just about every game. It does change here and there, especially when you get to games like Breath of the Wild, where you can change up what he wears. and Into which you gain attributes from what he wears. Yeah. Now, his physical characteristics change from game to game, but he usually has light-colored hair, brown, blonde, sometimes orange, blue eyes, and a medium build. He's not a skinny little runt. He ain't jacked. He's like your average guy. Your average uh, knight. Your average knight. Um, now, you will you will generally always recognize him. Green tunic, green hat, brown boots. Now, I can't believe that I never thought of this before I did research with how deep I am into Zelda. Now, the creator of the series, as we just said, Shigeru Miyamoto, who also did Mario, Donkey Kong, Star Fox, which is a fucking banger of a resume if you ended it there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right? Now, he admitted to drawing inspiration from Peter Pan. When you think about the suit... Bo- not even just that. Both elf-like, green clothing, fight with swords, accompanied at times by fairies. Mm. Now, they both they both have situations where they, you know, they fight or something with their shadow. Like, there's so many similarities there. It's, it's, it's pretty wild. It's, it's unlikely in any game that his age exceeds 19 years in the series so far. But that's, you know, nobody really knows. That's just, you know, a guess. Now, so he's just a wee lad. He's just a wee lad. Now, in many installments of the series, Link is the bearer of the Triforce of Courage. He has no spoken dialogue in any of these games outside of grunts, grasps, and shouts. So his personality is mainly determined by his actions or others' oh comments about him. Dude, that yeah. shit, you play Zelda games, you're gonna hear a lot of what? It's not even that. So what? In, in Breath of the Wild, he ends up doing these um these flashbacks. You know I mean he's remembering his past, and when he does, you hear him just go ah <laughs> oh. yeah yeah. Sometimes you know what I'm saying like sometimes look if <laughs> if someone ain't in the room with you when you're playing, someone <laughs> might think you're watching some porn that you shouldn't be. But again, no spoken dialogue outside of those. And if you've played Zelda, you know that shit is dead on what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Now, and again, yeah, so his personality is determined by the actions or comments about him. Now, the main reason that they didn't want him to have any spoken dialogue is because they, you know, they felt like it would ruin the experience because they wanted you to feel like you were him. Now, moving forward, it would be mad risky for them to ever put a voice to Link because especially when you have games that go this long, you put a voice to that character, you're opening it up to the masses being like, dude, that's not what I think he should sound like. Like, that's not what I envisioned all this time. So they'll probably stick away from that forever. Yeah, because what, the first one came out in 86? Correct. 86. So, you're, yeah, dude, you're talking about what? Well, I don't years? even think he had a face in 86. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You're talking about over th- almost 35 years of uh, of of never having a single voice besides the yells and the gasps. Yeah. Now, Link is able to wield the Triforce of Courage without a problem due to his heroic characteristics like bravery, compassion, determination, and wisdom. He's basically just, he's, he's a good guy. He's a fucking good guy. He, he's a real good guy. He was worthy. He's a real good guy. Shall have the power of Thor. Now, being dexterous, Link can quickly understand the complex mechanics behind things or figure out opponents' weaknesses to use against them. So he's a, he's a smart motherfucker. Now, his abilities, now he, while he primarily uses swords, he's remarkably proficient with a wide variety of weapons, instruments, and other items, being able to use them immediately after obtaining them. He is a badass with a tree branch. He's a badass he's, with whatever. Whatever he picks up, isn't it crazy? Whatever you pick he, up, you know how to use immediately? But he is a master with the tree branch. Now, <laughs> game appearances, to keep this shit short, 
I ain't going through every appearance he's been through. So I picked the icon, the iconic, my favorites the because they're the iconic <laughs> because there's so many. Now, as Wes said, 1986 for the NES, Legend of Zelda started it all. Now, I've spoken on previous podcasts about how crazy that was because no map, no no real no auto save, no nothing. Oh yeah, that's that was the story that about was your the dad. Sto- of, of my dad drawing out yeah. the different because so like the map is humongous if you ever look up because they have it online now if you ever look up a map dude so many of those screens are so confusing and you didn't have access to that back in the day yeah so that that's why he drew them out now in 1992 i'm skipping right over zelda 2 because bullshit um legend of zelda a link to the past for super nintendo in 1992 that is my second favorite by far the game is great i would still recommend anybody play it then the game that on a lot of lists, myself included, that is the number one video game of all time, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time for N64 in 98. That was a big one. That's the first 3D version. Yep. And uh, that that was great. That, I believe, is the first time you get introduced to Ganondorf. Because in the first couple games, it's just Ganon, who's, again, I'm not going to get too much into it because that's your deal. Yes. So I'll let you explain all that. I will. And then in 2017, and, and of course, the... The Ocarina of Time for N64 has since been ported to the 3DS, I believe it is, with the with the remaster, which I would love to give to you. All I gotta do is hand you my 3DS because I have one here. No, oh. well, I have it loaded on. I got it through the store. Oh, uh, okay. All right, cool. Uh, now, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild is where we're at now. That is the latest installment that came out in 2017 for the Wii U. Since came to the Switch, that's where we got it. Wes is still playing it. I played it. Labeled as one of the best one of the games best of games of all time. time. Yeah. When a game just comes out, you know you've done something right. <laughs> but, you know, my only gripe with it being that I, the whole game was great. I just thought that the end was a little easier than it should have been. But that's my only gripe with it. Everything else is great. Now he has other Link has other appearances. He's I believe has been in the in the Super Smash Brothers series since the beginning. Uh, often ranked one of the favorites, one of the top ten favorites for people to use. I actually think he ranked number one. Okay. Mario Kart Eight. He's a he's a character. Now here's something I didn't know. He was re- he was actually he wasn't in the game, but he was referenced in Monster Hunter Four. And I believe there was something where that you could get like a suit or something that mimicked the the green tunic. Oh, uh, okay, that's cool. Shit like that. Oh, actually, I did see that. I saw something about that. Now other media. There was a Legend of Zelda animated series from '89 to '90, which was also part of what is it, the Super Mario Bros. Super Show? Yes. I think it was right. And it didn't even go that long, as you said. One year. Not even. Not even. Yeah, yeah. No, I have. Doesn't I have mean. the actual dates on mine. Cool. And and countless books and comics. I'm not going to go over all that. I do recommend if you have a chance to buy it, buy it. If not, thumb through it. There are books on uh, like Hyrule Historia. You can find them at your Barnes and Nobles wherever you go and get books. It is a thick motherfucker, probably like 300 pages, breaking down all the history of Hyrule, and it's it's so sick. Okay, it's so sick, and it's a great read. Now, you want to talk about some accolades? Here's some accolades for your ass. Give it to me, right? And I'm the cool thing is I'm I'm doing this chronologically. Now, in 1988-1989, Nintendo Power Awards readers voted Link as the best character in the history of games. Now, granted, it's not a long history up to that point, but you still had you still yeah. had Mario. You had three, four years, and, and yeah. Damn. But but I'm just saying, you know, it's if you get voted as the best character in video games now, like holy fuck. But yeah, but but I, either way, getting voted as the best, you're the best. And that's two back-to-back years, 88, 89, he was voted as the best. Now, in 93 and 94, 
he uh in, within the same thing he was voted number one and number three respectively uh, as best hero in 2005 link was awarded a star on the walk of game which i don't know if people knew existed but it's the I, video it's the video game version of the walk of fame i actually did not know that video game has the version he was voted in along with uh shigeru miyamoto in 2005 in 2006 he was game informers number one hero in 2010 nintendo power chose link as their second favorite hero and this is a cool one listen to how they put this one now you know games radar right yeah in 2012 games radar ranked this in quotes personification of what a hero is and the number one in quotes most memorable influential and badass protagonist in games that was in 2012. Damn. 2013, Complex ranked Link as the sixth most badass comic book character of all time, as well as the fourth best video game mascot. He is the only character to have won GameFAQ's character battle contest more than once, which is dope. Now, I believe the character battle is where they put certain characters up against other ones. Mm. He's the only character to ever won more than once. And I didn't want to break down a bunch of lists. We've done this before, but Metacritic's top 50 video games of all time breath of the wild is ranked ninth ocarina of time is ranked first and in that 50 there are about eight other zelda games that are yeah. in that top 50 but these were top 10 and ign's top 100 games of all time they have breath of the wild fifth and they have a link to the past second and ocarina of time was a little lower than fifth but in every list you'll find just about every zelda game in the top 50 which is insane which is absolutely nuts and that's what I got on the uh, the hero of Hyrule himself. Damn. The good old fucking, the green knight, I'll call him. The green. Yo, <laughs> I like that. I like that green knight. I mean, I mean I, for some reason, I was waiting for you to say green ranger. I, in my head, I thought I was going to say that. I was like, nope, can't do it. And that is everything I have on Link. And I'll pass this over to Wes because he covered, as usual, the evil prick himself, Ganondorf. Now, I like this motherfucker. After of reading, course you do. After reading up on this shit, oh, I'm like, do. I'm like, yo, this actually is pretty fucking cool. Uh, number one, he has a fuck ton of names in this game. Like, he actually has probably about 15 different names. You mean, you mean, you mean throughout all these games that have been a part. And I only wrote down a handful. I have the Demon King, the uh, Gerudo King of Thieves, the Dark Beast. I called him earlier the Dark Lord, and this probably is my favorite. The Scourge of Hyrule Castle. I mean, fuck. Yeah. I love it. Now, there are... So, Ganon and Ganondorf are... They're the same, but they're different. Okay? So... <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> so, so, let me go ahead... disorder, what you're saying? Let me, let me break it down simple. In... Uh, I mean, so he has two forms. So, Ganon himself is a swine biped type monster right he's blue he's got a boar head he's normally carrying a trident staff you know what i mean um and i mean basically he's just a big nasty beast yeah i do know that that's how he's depicted i believe in the show and in the first couple games yes yeah he's yeah he's a pig <laughs> it's a fucking yeah. pig now he looked like a mix between like a pig and a bulldog he really does <laughs> As I mean, I look, I look at different things to where I mean he's, yeah, heard that. Sorry, I've heard it. I mean, I've looked at things to where I mean he's like he's blue or I mean just all yeah. these different colors and correct. then correct. I mean, obviously you see him at the end of end of Breath of the Wild. You know I mean to where he looks like uh, you know I mean like the Shrine People. 
Yes. You know what I mean? All skeletal out and shit. Yeah. I don't know if skeletal is a word. Skeletal. I probably not, but you know, fuck it. All right. So, uh, so I have it right here. Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, Oracle of Seasons, Oracle of Ages, Four Sword Adventures, and A Link Between Worlds. He is depicted as the blue biped uh, pig with either a giant sword or a trident. Now, Ganondorf. Ganondorf is different. Ganondorf is the, once again, the king of the Gerudo. Mm -hmm. Now, for anybody who has played these games before, once again, I've only played one, but Andy has is much more seasoned than, than I. The Gerudo is a it is a group of people with pointy noses. That's basically the best way to put it. You yeah. know what I mean? They I mean they, I mean look they, they they look they look very human. Yes. Except for mainly the nose. You know I mean I think the ears might be pointed too. Can't quite remember. And the, and those women are pretty husky. Oh god, yeah, dude. They they are warriors and they live in the deserts. You know what I mean? So they're some badass bitches. They're like they're like Zelda's version of like the Amazons. Amazons. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So only every 100 years is a male born into the Gerudo. You know what I mean? And who and when that male is born, he is immediately king. Mm-hmm. That is it. He he will be the king. But there is only not, one not, every 100 I was years. Say, not really a choice, kind of a lack of options. <laughs> yes. But under normal circumstances it is run you mean complete you mean you mean complete uh ran by women, you know what I mean? You have a, you have the queen, everything else. Yes. So, when it comes down to uh, Ganondorf, so Ganondorf has been in a bunch of the games, you know what I mean? So, he's been in A Link to the Past, which is the one you were talking about, uh, Ocarina of Time, Wind Walker, Wind Waker, sorry, Four Sword Adventures. I mean, those are the main ones that you go ahead and see him as Ganondorf. Now, there are other versions. Ganondorf was in A Link to the Past? That's what I got. His first appearance in human form in 1998 on N64. That's Ocarina of Time. A Link to the Past is 1992 for Super Nintendo. My was, information he was, is false. He was Ganon in that one. <laughs> okay, then. My information is false. And I apologize. And Aghanim, but So, that's another thing. He also is depicted as a demon. And he's depicted as a demon because he has the Triforce of Power, which goes ahead and enhances abilities because um, Din, right? Y- yes. So, you go ahead My and... Man. <laughs> Like I said, I did a little bit of research on like I I love this dude. I I love learning about these games. It just yeah. makes things so much fun. Yeah. He's appeared in most but not all the games. Basically the one he didn't show up in is the one that you said you don't give a shit about. <laughs> is it what Zelda 2? Yeah. Fuck that game. The Link of uh, the Adventure of Link. Yeah, he doesn't show up there. But he does show I mean his first appearance is in is in 86, you know what I mean, in obviously Legend of Zelda. Uh he's also he's also shown up in um Super Smash Brothers Melee, mm-hmm. and I mean, and a bunch of the other ones. I mean, that are part of the series, like Super Smash Brothers Brawl, and the ones that came out for 3DS and the Wii U. Okay. Now, when I was talking about him being the demon, he is referred to as the Demon King because he is the incarnation of hate of the Demon King named Dem- I don't know, was it Demise or Demise when when that because did they actually say it in the games? Not to my knowledge. Okay, because it looks unless like they said it in a game that I haven't played. Okay, because it looks like it's Demise. Which would go ahead and be like, all right, that's kind of a bad name for a Demon King. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is a bad-ass motherfucker. Yeah. Both versions of him, both Ganondorf and Ganon. Yeah. Badass, dude. Oh, yeah. Even before getting the tr- getting the Triforce of Power, he is considered one of the most powerful men in Hyrule, both politically and in strength. 
because he, I mean, he was head to head with the king of Hyrule to go ahead and basically run the shit. And he eventually did run Hyrule. I mean, the entire land. Yeah. He's a very powerful sorcerer and he is, he has vast mystical resources. He is an incredibly talented swordsman who yep. is also impressively strong. And also he is incredibly tall, even for a Gerudo. Yeah. He is, I mean, he's impressively tall. Uh, when he obtained the Triforce of Power, his physical and mystical powers both grew exponentially. And that is all because of the essence of the goddess Den. Yeah. Um, he is also invulnerable. Now, we talked about the Master Sword and what it can do. And I love the way you put it. It can hurt him, mm. but it can't kill him. Yep. There are a few things about this stuff to go ahead and say that he is absolutely unkillable because in I mean in certain parts of the lore he is the incarnation of hate. Yeah. Hate is something that's never going to go away no matter what you look at in anything. So, hate is always there so he is always there. He is unkillable. But he you can like seal him away, knock him down somewhat. a few pegs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So even <laughs> you can you can you, you can't stop him, you can only hope to contain him. <laughs> Dude, he was stabbed in the chest by the king of Hyrule. Didn't kill him. He was Link has tried to take him out multiple times with the Master Sword. Didn't kill him. I can't think of another enemy in a video game that is as impressively powerful to go ahead and be, all right, no, no matter what we do, you can't take him out. Yeah. I can't I can't really think either. I mean, we've sent Bowser into, some, into lava a shitload, but, I mean, fuck. <laughs> That's about it, it's, it, though. It's just, like, like I said, dude, He's a very, very... He was powerful, like you said, before he got the Triforce of Power. Yes. I mean, look, I mean, you're running you're running basically a league of thieves and assassins. You know what I mean? Being the king of the Gerudo, number one. Yeah. So right off the gate, political power, you have. Yeah. Because, you know I mean, you're working all the inner workings, you know I mean, all the, all, all the seedy little dark spots. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of that, like I said, Master Swordsman. Uh, mage, basically. <laughs> Omega level mate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, plus, like I said, dude, just how strong he is on a normal level, even before the Triforce. You, and all that did was just make it exponentially you know, more powerful for him. Do you have what you normally need in conjunction with the Master Sword to take? Now, what you normally need, which is why I said it's it's not just the Master Sword that you use. You also generally need uh, light arrows, which would make sense. I mean, he's the fucking Dark Lord, basically. Just as you have fire arrows and ice arrows, generally towards the end of every game, you'll find a way to come across light arrows, and you know, you'll know you hit him with the Master Sword, get him weak enough, shoot him with a couple light arrows. That's usually how it goes. Okay. But you, uh, you absolutely can't even touch him without both of those. Now, myself being somebody who loves voice actors and such, I mean, I went ahead and looked at his television appearances. All I've ever heard him do is go... <laughs> so the legend of zelda tv show that we you, you were originally talking about yes. uh first showed up september 8th 1989 and it only had 13 episodes and it ended december 1st 1989 it didn't even make it out Video of game the game didn't last very long did they Dude, honestly, when it came down to like this stuff that we're you know we've been doing research on like i mean these nintendo um shows not really uh, it was first produced by uh, Deke, Deke Animation City, DIC, and, yeah. di and distributed by Viacom, which during the late 80s, early 90s, they controlled 
everything cartoons. All of it. I'm glad you took that because to me it's dick. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I do remember watching a lot of cartoons in my day. It's Deke. And at the end, you 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 mean you hear the little Twilighty music go Deke. So they just didn't want to say dick. They probably didn't. So Gannon and also the Mobins were voiced by a man by the name of Len Carlson, forty plus years in the in the voiceover Yummy community. Uh, his some of the some of the things that he's been a part of are things that I that have lived in my childhood for eons. R- Senator Robert Kelly in the Marvel Comics X Men TV show, that was him. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. He was the original Green Goblin for the Spider Man animated series. Shit. Yeah. That's he was, some heavy hitters right there. He was also Swamp Thing in the 1991 animated series. Swamp Thing. Oh. Like, that shit's pretty wild. And he also voiced uh, Professor Coldheart in the original Care Bear series. I had to give a lighthearted one. Wow. I didn't expect to go from, like, <laughs> you know, Green Goblin to fucking Care Bears. Yeah. So, unfortunately, he did die at the age of 68 in 2006 of a heart failure. Well, boy, did he leave a um, legacy behind. Len Carlson, yeah. But he also voiced um, Ganon in Captain N, the Game Master, which was... We have talked about yes, in previous years. Yeah, yeah we talked about that in for the Super Mario Brothers one, from Mario and Bowser, because that was their main show. And Was that the uh, live action one? Or no, no. That wasn't? No, okay. that was animated. And Legend of Zelda, all of their characters and voice actors came in as guest spots on that show from time to time because that show ran for three seasons. And Len Carlson also lended his voice to Ganon for that show. So much fun. Yeah. So much fun. Oh, man. Uh, talk about... Now, I know this is a topic for the future, so I'm not going to go too deep into it, but talk about a game just begging for a fucking movie. Just begging for a movie. But that is a different conversation for a different day. I'm not going to jump into that now. But that is all we have on Legend of Zelda, man. That's been... Now, granted, there's more we could dive into, but, man... There is. That's... That, that would take fucking five episodes. <laughs> you Look, know man, I mean? a game that's been around for this long has some very, very deep lore. Yeah. To which, again, I will plug it again. Hyrule Hysteria, if you can. <laughs> Historia, sorry. Hyrule Hysteria. I mean. said Hysteria. <laughs> hysteria. The whole world's in hysterics right now. Yeah, let's not. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of hysterics... Dude, talk about a segue. <laughs> speaking of hysterics, this is when we would normally jump into our... Uh, news segment, because uh, there are some pressing issues now with this coronavirus that's taken over. It has impacted E3, which will clearly impact what we talk about. It's impacted a lot of gaming, period. Yeah. And, so and not, Obviously, not to mention just regular day-to-day life. There will be a bonus episode coming out this week that will be strictly news, and uh, that's when we'll get to that. So we will jump straight into what are we playing now. Yeah, so expect... Expect the news one to go ahead and come out on Wednesday. Um, I'm I'm going to guarantee to have that out for you guys on Wednesday. All right. So, Wes, what you playing, bro? So, as people have been able to watch me, uh, let's let's start first and foremost. I went ahead and finished Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Thoughts? Oh, my God. Thoughts? Spoiler well, alert. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. All right, yeah, let's, let's give you all three seconds. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. So, that had that was so much Kevin Hart. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck. Three seconds. Mm, mm, mm. Bam. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's incredible. 
<laughs> the game is incredible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right there is not a spoiler. I get that. But holy fucking shit! When you see, all right. So beating Triss at the end that took me. Trilla, Trilla, Trilla. Sorry. All right, so I did have people watching. Our boy Dan was watching, and he said he was screaming at his TV while he was watching me play. <laughs> and then he I find out that me. I do that too. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm not. <laughs> and that- then, and then, when I was watching the one night when you were going through getting to the part where you would fight Trilla, but you didn't, I don't think did it that night. Okay. Or you may have, you may have done it that night, but I cut it off beforehand. And I was watching you go through, and you died like like three times, and then the stupid next, shit, just straight then, stupid shit. And then the next time. I had my buddy AJ with me, and my wife was there, and I'm watching the I'm watching the UFC fights at the same time. I have your Twitch stream on my phone, and I'm watching. I'm like, I'm like, yo, this motherfucker is pissed because he is just <laughs> mowing through motherfuckers right now. I was like, this dude just looked oh, like yeah, someone legitimately killed his family in <laughs> like, that hallway, dude. Like that shit you was were fun. just you were just on some fucking some shit. That was yeah, dude. That was that, that game was a lot of fun. That last. Because, dude, that took me, that last session actually took me almost a full three hours to go ahead and complete everything from uh, Dathomir to, you know what I mean, to going ahead and getting to the Empire and fighting Trilla. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, dude, it took me about seven times in order to beat her, which for me and my gaming actually isn't that bad. And then she was you, tough. And then out of nowhere you hear... <sighs> As soon as I heard that, I was like, "Oh no!" Yo, yo, you can ask Dan because I heard that, and I and I audibly say, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> yeah, dude. The first thing that went through my mind was like, "Oh my god!" Because you don't see anyone from Star Wars from like they don't even reference. No, barely. They barely, barely yeah. reference anything. Yeah, dude. Because because I mean, the game takes place within episode in between episode three and episode four. Yes. Yeah, I mean. After Order sixty six. After Order sixty six, but before um, before Rogue One. Yes. Put it that way. So, yeah, dude. And then you got to go ahead. You got to fucking like leap everywhere and jump off and then go up the. He's trying to keep the elevator open. And I'm like, just press the fucking button. <laughs> yeah, dude. The whole time you're like, go, 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 go. <laughs> yeah. And that like how the whenever you come across something new, like the data entry comes up in your things. Yeah. And as soon as you see it up there, it just says that like. Uh, uh, what does it say? Like evasion is your only, is yes. like your only chance for survival. Yes, or something. Which basically, like basically, he is unfuckwithable. Don't even try to fight. Basically, him. bitch, run. <laughs> yeah, basically. And that basically, was, like I loved how it ended because I mean he, I mean he brought up the uh, the holocron mm-hmm. and then basically said, "Fuck it. If they want, they will find us." Yeah, and then just sliced Destroyed it in half. Him. And I'm just like. I really like how that went. Yeah. Because you know for a fact two of the names on there would have been Luke and Leia. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dude, straight up, I mean, they would have been on there. So it was like, okay, cool. And it sets up wondering what the next one's going to be about. Because there is a Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2 that will be coming. Oh, really? Yeah. And now you're led to believe, is Vader coming back? Is he going to be the main antagonist in that one? But what I loved about it so much was was the fact that they made him as he should be. They made him unfuckwithable. You you couldn't touch that guy. He is the he is the strongest that motherfucker lightsaber took control wielder of, of the dark side. He dark took, side. He took control of your fucking. He stabbed you with your own lightsaber. Yes, he did. <laughs> like there's not. Now we did see that. What's her face? Seer. She could have. 
she could was do some shit. Diesel, dude. She was pissed, yes. bro. She was pissed. And and you could tell she was using some of that dark force. Yeah. You could tell. Yeah, he was loving it. Yep. Feed into it. Yeah. Strong. Show me. Strong with the dark side. Yeah. Show me. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. So yeah, I finished uh Jedi Fallen Order and I fully understand how you gave that game the rank that you gave it when we talked about it before. Yeah, dude, the story the games was, of the decade. The story was so great. I love, by the way, that you chose the exact same lightsaber color as me. Oh, uh, real? Well, oh, purple, bro. Well, yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't pick it because it was purple. I picked it. I'm I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm, Did you pick it because of Mace? Nah, I picked it because I'm, I'm I'm looking at it going. It looks cool. I mean, <laughs> I mean, all this shit's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, Mace Windu. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, here, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm black. He black. <laughs> I mean, I'm half black, but still. But uh, yeah. So finished that up, and then I I had a whole week to go ahead and figure out what the fuck I'm gonna mess with next. So I went ahead and I bought two year subscription, two 12 month subscriptions to Xbox Live, turned them in. And then I did Game Pass, which went ahead and threw all that shit together. Game Pass is the fucking bomb, dude. Yeah. Loving it for Xbox. And with that game comes Outer World. Which you have been talking this about past, wanting to check out. Yes, both this, past, this past Friday night, I went ahead, and actually Saturday night also, I played, I mean, I went ahead and played uh, Fallen, uh, Fallen World, <laughs> Outer Worlds, and it is incredible. It is what I wanted out of a, out of a Bethesda game, honestly. It is what I want out of a Bethesda game, but it's not a Bethesda game. But you got it. it it's Obsidian. Obsidian. Yeah. yeah. Dude, just... Well, because it still feels like a Fallout game because they made New Vegas. It does. And there's even a that's version thing, too. Yeah. Like, it's just... It is such a fun game. I mean, I'm only a few hours in, so I'm not even that... I'm not even that deep to go ahead and say... <laughs> give me too much of anything, really. Imagine Fallout... But the complete end of the color spectrum, very vibrant. Oh my god, yeah. very vibrant. That's why I said it's like Avatar meets. Yeah, I, <laughs> everything dude, was you're right. Super colorful. One hundred percent right. Super colorful. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. I am really excited to keep moving with that game. So yeah, man, that's what I've been playing. Nice. What about you, bro? What you got going? Well, like I said, in anticipation of Resident Evil Three Nemesis being uh, remade and coming out, I believe April third, which is very soon. Uh, I had already had the Resident Evil remake on my PlayStation, so I beat that, and then I got Resident Evil 2, and that's what I've been playing, and fuck, dude, that was so much fun. Way more fun than the first one, because the first one still, even though they remade the graphics and it looked phenomenal, it was still like a lot of the old mechanics. Yeah. So it was like, you know, there wasn't like, it, it was third person, but it wasn't like when you hold down the sights, the over-the-shoulder camera or anything okay, like that so okay. everything was still like the old school mechanics which got a little awkward sometimes the camera angles you meant to run one place you'd run another place it was but you play enough you get the hang of it and it was good but resident evil 2 was great and as much a of lot a fan smoother. as much it felt like if i didn't tell you it was a resident evil 2 remake and just put it in front of you, you would have thought it was a brand new game that just came out word okay cool so uh as big of a fan as i am of the resident evil games the first one I ever played was Resident Evil 4 on the GameCube. The first three, like I said, when my cousin used to live out in California, he would come over for summers, and those were his games that he would play. Yeah. He'd bring his memory card, so I would pretty much just see wherever he was at, what he was doing at the time, so I didn't even see all of the games. So everything was pretty much new to me, and that was a fucking experience, man. Resident Evil 2, I played, I did the entire playthrough as Leon, I finished that the other day, and I have since started Claire's 
and I'm actually now uh, towards the very end. I probably have about, if I do it right, I probably have about a half hour left of Claire's. Now, we are discussing a new segment that's going to come out, so I'm not going to give any spoilers on this game in case it pops up as one of them. I'll explain that later in a minute, but my assessment of Resident Evil 2 is it was fucking great. The story was great, and I love how you have two stories you can play. There's two characters. There's Leon. There's Claire. And if you play as both, they have very different... It's not like you're... Pl- there's some of the storyline that you do the same... Somewhat same of the same thing. Yeah. But then there's big part of it's Big parts of it, I'm sorry, where they go to completely different areas that you've never seen. See, that's awesome. Which is dope because it adds replay value. And then yeah. after you beat that, there's a like new game mode, basically, for both of them where you can play the story over again... And, you know, some things are in different places. Some things are harder. You get different weapons, stuff like that. So there's a lot of replay value. Okay. Now, everybody will be able to go ahead and catch Andy playing this game on Twitch. Yes, I have because to. Because we're, yeah. we're, both of us are going to make sure we stream as much as possible, especially with what's currently going on. People are going to be sitting in front of their computers or their phones. Watch us. Absolutely. <laughs> Wes, Wes will more than likely be the one. We'll try our best to not stream at the same time. Yeah. Uh, Wes will, as of right now, he's been the one holding it down Fridays and Saturday nights at around, which around 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to midnight. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Myself, for the most part, Monday to Friday, I will be between, I'd say probably 4.30 to 6 Eastern Standard Time. Cool. And, and I'll mix in, I'll mix in some, some weeknight. And I'll mix in some stuff during the weeks. We had some wonky shit go on with our... With our logins that I'm trying to straighten out, like I was Scooby CGC S K O O B Y CGC, and all of a sudden when I logged in yesterday, it logged me in as Console Gaming Crew. I don't, I have no idea why because when I wanted to log in as Console Gaming Crew, it logged me in as Scooby CGC. Yeah. Now that you made your new one, and Wes is Dragon, Dragon underscore CGC. Yes, I'm trying to get mine fixed, but that is his. Mine moving forward will be. Scooby, CGC, S K O O B Y, CGC. Whenever we go live, we'll post on our social media which one it, which one of us it is. I'll make sure that I'll throw it on because yeah, I'm the one that mainly holds the social media stuff. So I'll make sure I'll throw it everywhere. Make sure and, everybody can find it to go ahead and, and, and jump on and watch and enjoy. We play a wide array of shit, and now, in conjunction with that, we are coming up with a new segment here. Anyone who have been avid listeners of our podcast will have heard multiple times that. Wes, real now. I don't think that I can like. I don't even think I could possibly state this enough. Wes hates scary games. Okay, so he doesn't like jumping. He doesn't like the anxiety it brings on. I can see. I'm physical. I'm in the same room as him right now. I can physically see his body changing right in front of me. He just is we're talking about it. Just thinking about this. Okay, so this all started uh, a while back from uh, our boys at Spaghetti. What's your, what's your spaghetti policy? I mean, our boy Alex. He suggested a game to me. The game's called Prey. Yes. I didn't. I did not look into what this game was. I found it for cheap. I bought it. I started playing it, and I immediately told Alex, "Fuck you, Nope Machine." <laughs> I got mad because all aboard the Nope Train. Because <laughs> I I don't do suspense games. It's just not my thing. I have that's. I mean, that's where my anxiety builds. You know what I'm saying? Like my my anxiety builds around big crowds, even before current stuff going on. Yeah. And 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 you know, I mean and spook games, you know what I mean? I mean like jump scare shit. 
So what we're going to do, which I'm sure Alex is going to fucking love too when he hears this. Everyone will love <laughs> Everybody's this. Everybody's going to love it. You. What we're going to do is we're going to put me in what I consider an uncomfortable situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Fuck! But the best thing about this is we're going to figure out a way through games that I have, or or if it's one that you just really think we need to play, we'll figure out how to get it. But we're going to put up, maybe, a, I guess we'll put up a poll. We'll, we'll choose a couple games. We'll, we'll figure let, something we'll out. We'll let you guys choose the most, which one you think will scare the shit out of Wes the most. And one of his days, you know, Friday or Saturday night when he plays... He will have his normal stream where he plays Outer Worlds or whatever, and then the other night will be whatever game you guys have chosen, and we're going to hopefully break Wes out of his, you know, major anxiety oh, over no. these jump scare games. But It's, it's gonna not going to be broken. But it's going to be hilarious in the process, <sighs> and I think you guys will love to see it. We'll make sure, we'll try to make sure that his his video is all set up by then as yeah, well. Yeah, we're currently so working you will, on... Uh, you, will, you will be able to see... The anxiety all over him. We're currently working on getting our camera situation set up for uh, you guys to watch both of us. You know I mean on our streams? You know I mean on our Twitch streams? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so because yeah, look, I haven't streamed yet, but I have my. I'm already. Because look, I I understand that it's more immersive that way. You get to go ahead and see the person talk and react while they're playing the game. I get it. It's just I haven't had it set up yet. Yeah. But I have Twitch set up, so that's why I've jumped into the stuff that I've done currently. So be ready for that segment. That's another reason why I don't want to go too much into Resident Evil Two because that, if I could pick. That's what I would pick to put him in front of because it has, <laughs> because it has mechanics of games he's used to playing. So he wouldn't, you know, it, there's not a huge learning curve there. No, it's really not. It's a it's a third person shooter. You've played it. No, and I'm you've played a million. Of and those. I'm fine with that thought. Yeah, it's just just with a lot of terrifying shit in the process. And plus, again, like I said, a lot of replay value. So, and to top it off, I am going to be by myself playing these things. You know, what in I mean? a basement. Like, yeah, with in the a lights basement. Off. <laughs> well, with with enough lights off that you'll still be able to see them. Yes. <laughs> But that's a, that's a new segment you guys can look forward to coming soon. I'll try to get a couple games that we can put on. Um, now, I, I realize that there are a shitload of horror games out there, so don't be upset right away if, if a game that you would have picked isn't on there right away because we're going to start with games that I already own so we don't have to go out and buy one because Wes will have never played any of these because that's not his shit. So I will you know I will toss him one of these games. and But eventually, if you guys... If you guys do have recommendations, you know, send them to us and we'll we'll do our best to get them and, and sit them in front of him. I mean, he's got PS4, he's got Xbox, he's got Switch, so. Yeah, so go ahead and drop them to us on uh, <clears throat> on our social media platforms, which Andy or Anthony will go ahead and tell everybody about at the end of the show. Yes, sir. I, I feel like it's that time. I, I feel like it's that, dude, I'm, I'm already fucking feeling like I'm, I'm all spooked right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited for this, and uh, I think you guys are going to love it. I know I'm going to love it. Oh, everybody else is going to love it. Yeah, they will. Because this is, let me tell you what, he is doing this for the people, because if I if I just asked him to sit down and play a game, I am met with nothing but, fuck no, don't care, nope, not doing it. You can't, You go ahead, try to peer pressure me, can't do it. <laughs> yeah, see. But he is he is doing this for one for the people, because he knows how entertaining it'll be. Yeah, I'm doing it for and the hey, brand, man. hey, what do I we love say? You guys. Exposure therapy. Exposure therapy. <laughs> you know? Maybe if someone sat me in a room with spiders when I was 15, I wouldn't be such a pussy now. But. Uh, we'll figure that one out, too. So. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> um, nope. Uh, but anyway, that's it for us today. So we got Anthony here to take us out and let, let you guys know where you can find us, as always. And until then. Game on. Game on, y'all. Hey, 
What's up, crew members and crewpees? It's time to connect with CGC. As always, you can give us our feedback and reach out to us on consolegamingcrew at gmail.com. We've got our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, and our YouTube. Uh, we are going to have a Twitch coming up soon. I'm going to have the other guys take care of that in a little bit. But please reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. It's going to be Console Gaming Crew, and our Twitter handle is at Console Crew. Uh, again, feedback is fantastic, so please reach out to us. Uh, you know, give us your feedback on uh, what you think, what we can do to improve everything. Uh, also, please check us out on our uh, our webpage, which is consolegamingcrew.com there's always updated information there uh, stories and all that other kind of cool stuff uh, and as always game on game on